Hi everyone, this is Julia from Points of View. How are you? Well, I don't have an interview today, so it's just you and I. But I thought maybe we could sit and talk about something you've been asking me about. Many of you have heard me quote A Course in Miracle. And many of you have asked me to do a podcast on my journey regarding this book. So I shared with you in one of my video shorts that I wish you the beauty of the world. And I shared a story with you about my dad and about poppies and how we would garden. And he accidentally tore all the poppies out when he was weeding because he thought they were weeds. So forgive me for repeating myself if you've already saw the video, but I was so furious when he did that. And then I stopped because I realized my dad did it because he loved me. My father at that time had Alzheimer's and we always did stuff together. We, he was my buddy. So I stopped and I realized the real beauty in that moment was that my dad was trying to help me. And he pulled out all the poppies and he left. <laughs> he left the thistles. He thought thistles were beautiful. And you know what? They really are. They were beautiful purple. I had never seen them before. I just always thought they were weeds. So I learned my lesson and I saw the beauty of the world that day. I saw the beauty of the world that day in my dad and the way I saw a thistle. Every time I see a thistle now, I just think of my dad and it's beautiful. I don't know if I would have come to that conclusion back then if I hadn't read the book, A Course of Miracles. You know, as a caregiver, you are in survival mode. You go from one thing to another and you just try to be perfect because you have such pressure on yourself. If you don't get it right, something bad could happen, right? Yeah, I get it. I, I've lived that for many years. So when this book came to me, I didn't want to read it right away. It's a 600 page book and it comes also with a workbook that's also about 700 pages. The first chapter in the book said, look at your hand and then say, I don't know what this is for. Look at a table and say, you don't know what that is for. Go outside and look at the street and say, you do not know what that is for. I thought to myself, holy cow, what is this? But I, I stuck with it. And it did change my life. Caregiver is a person that takes care of a family member or a disabled person for their daily activities, according to Webster. I don't know anybody who doesn't do that in one part of their life or another. And when you are a caregiver, how do you cope? Do you take time for yourself? Do you breathe? <laughs> Let me give you a little tool for breathing. It's a great tool. When you get really upset, you can go in the bathroom or go outside or whatever you need to do and, and take a moment. Let's do this breathing exercise together. What we're going to do is we're going to breathe and we're going to breathe in for five, hold for six and exhale for seven. You ready? Here we go. Take a breath in one, Two, three, four, five. Hold. One, two, three, four, five, six. Out. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Good. Let's do that again. 
Breathing in, one, two, three, four, five. Hold, one, two, three, four, five, six. And out, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Can we do one more? Okay, let's breathe. One, two, three, four, five. Hold. One, two, three, four, five, six. Out. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I hope that helped you. Great. That's a little thing you can do. It actually will lower your blood pressure. If you have a pulse ox, you'll see it'll lower your heart rate. And the heart-brain connection will allow your brain to, to reset. When I was a caregiver, I took care of my father with Alzheimer's. I take care of my mother now. And I have a sister who is disabled and I help her and I take care of her. So you can hear, um, I learned about being burned out. And I actually, a year ago, I weighed 190 pounds and uh, I didn't know it. Because what do you do when you're a caregiver? You really don't take care of yourself you focus on everybody else and you eat when you can eat and you do whatever you can do and you forget about yourself. So I went to school as a health coach and I didn't go for a health coach to be for me. I went for my sister and I wanted to learn more. Her doctor had suggested to me saying that I was a pretty good caregiver. Have you ever considered being a health coach? I had no idea what that was. So I went to a really great school called IIN. It's a international school. It's integrative nutrition. And it changed my life. I started realizing the importance of me going to a doctor. And I, I, that's what I did. And I found out I had some nodes, some lumps. I didn't know what it was, but I was having a hard time swallowing. And I, I thought actually that I had had a cold, but I didn't have a cold. It turned out I had these lumps. So then I'll do another podcast on, on this about our healthcare system because it took a whole year for me to find an endocrinologist to check me out. But in the meantime, what happened is I started talking to my health coach people and I learned about folks like Andrea Beeman who she had thyroid issues. She had Hashimoto's. She works with a lot of different people. So I went to her because I... I wasn't going to sit there and not do anything and wait for a doctor to tell me what to do if I wasn't seeing one. I was being proactive. That's what I do. And I learned about food and I learned about how food can help you. I learned about stress. I learned about how stress can actually, you know, put that cortisol up to high levels, which then what happens? It stores fat. When you're in fight and flight mode, you want those extra calories. And that's what the cortisol is doing for you is to help you in a fight or flight moment. But, you know, we don't have dinosaurs chasing after us anymore. We don't need that extra energy. And so then it just gets stored as fat. So I had that going on for me as well. And then, you know, what else do we do? As a caregiver, oh, I was eating late at night because it was the only time I could eat. And it was the only time I could take care of myself. I wasn't taking care of myself. I was eating my favorite foods, chips, nachos, cheese. Yeah, that was great. I still like those things, but I don't eat them at night. I learned all these wonderful things as a health coach. I learned how to ask questions. I learned how to 
look at food as an experiment of how it affected me. Do I feel good after I eat it? Sick after I eat? Am I tired after I eat? All those things were going on. And in the midst of that as well, I was reading A Course in Miracles and I was learning about maybe what I think is right or truth isn't truth. This book helped me redefine the world around me. So I found out that maybe I don't know what this is for, right? We say this is a hand, right? But what do you use the hand for? Do you use it to fight with? Or do you use it to help people? Do you use it for caring and for service? What is this hand really meant for? And in the Course of Miracles, they tell you that we are here to create things and we can create good things and we can create bad things. And we have seen that, right? But if we create bad things, maybe it's because you are just badly taught. That's a very big conversation in the Course of Miracles. And um, that doesn't blame your mom and dad. It just means that we were badly taught. A Course in Miracle talks about us being spiritual beings. It talks about us, the Son of it, it talks about the Son of God. That is a quote in the Course in Miracles. It talks about the Son of God all the time. I remember when I first was reading it, you know, I was really thinking Jesus. And then after a while I realized, oh, you're talking about me. I can make these decisions. God is working through me also. I'm an extension of God's love. That's a quote from A Course in Miracles. And the biggest change in me, which I shared before, was the big quote of, those that think that sacrifices love must understand that love brings absolute peace, where sacrifice can bring resentment, hate, and anger. That statement right there changed everything for me. It allowed me to see the beauty of the thistle over the poppy. It allowed me to see the beauty of my dad in every Alzheimer moment that we had. I'll never forget one time. <laughs> um, God bless his beautiful soul. I was helping him in the bathroom. And he had a real hard time understanding what certain things were. And to trust. He was afraid of going to the bathroom because he thought it was a fire. He thought there was a campfire there. He said, no, 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 I'm going to get hurt. And I told him, I said, trust me, hold my hand and trust me. And again, this is testimony to my dad. He thought there was a fire and he held my hand and he trusted me and he did fine. And in that moment, I was just like, wow, wow, what a moment, what trust. And he was fine and he said, huh, son of a gun. <laughs> I learned so much from my dad from his Alzheimer's. He was my buddy. When I would come over to see him at the house, he would always go, hey, where you been? And I would say, I was over there. And he'd go, well, then I was looking for you over here. And I'm so glad you're back. He didn't always remember my name. I was just a really nice girl that could cook for him or the nice lady. I, was, I had a great restaurant for him, according to my mom. Anyways. 
There were so many magical moments with my dad that I call holy moments. Again, Course of Miracles talks about those moments. It's the moments where we don't think about the past and we're right there in the present moment. Let's say that again. So, as a caregiver, you have an expectation of what's going to happen because it's happened before, right? So all the bad things, we always go to the bad things because we are trying to live in survival mode. And there's always the bad things we have to prepare for. We don't think about the good things because we don't think the good things can happen because we're too busy worrying about the bad things. Live in the present moment. Allow the holy moment to happen. And move forward. There is no past. There is no future. There's just present moments. And from that present moment, something very cool can happen as we move forward. Let me share a holy moment. I had a really bad experience and I was really in a tough, tough place 10 years ago. And I had come back from a trip where having, I had a very bad experience and I was crying and I was alone and I really needed someone to hold me. And out of the blue, my dad showed up. My loving, wonderful Alzheimer's dad showed up. And my mom was going on saying, I'm sorry, Julie, he insisted on coming over. I don't know why he's here. And my dad came right over to me and he said, hey, are you okay? And I sat there and I cried in his arms. I said, no, dad, I'm not okay. Holy moment. I have a sister who um, isn't able to move a lot. And I started dancing around with her and she was in her bed and I took her arm and I was just moving it. And without any expectation, she started moving it with me. And I was like, holy cow, holy moment, not holy cow, holy moment. It's amazing. No expectation of what would happen. It just happened. Holy moments. I hope you allow yourself some holy moments. Other times as a caregiver. This is a real tough one, especially when you're in the hospital. Been there a lot. Um, you've got some PTSD over that, right? You don't know what's going to happen. You're trusting the doctors and the doctors are so good. I'm so grateful for the doctors and the nurses. They are right there. I've never seen such heroes in my life trying to keep you calm, trying to take care of the person you love. And just trying to balance all these things. Let them do their job. And it's okay. You can say, maybe I don't know everything. Maybe I need somebody else to help me. Maybe what I'm thinking isn't right. Allow yourself to open that up. Really give that away to a higher source. Of course, a miracle talks about that all the time. Because when you allow yourself to let go and let God, amazing things happen. The day my dad died, that was a miracle. That day, my dad recognized me. He said, hello, Julie. I was feeling so good seeing how dad was feeling. And I told him I'd see him later in the day and I would help him with lunch. So when I came back later that day, I heard my mom screaming and I ran upstairs and my mom said, I killed him, I killed him. She didn't kill him, my dad had a heart attack. I went upstairs, I remember I went, oh no, dad, no, 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 he turned blue and, you know, and I remember just saying, you know, dad, I love you, if this is what's supposed to happen, you know, I'd let you go, but just in case, 
I am giving you CPR right now. And that's exactly what I did. I gave my dad CPR. And then my mother was yelling and this woman came into the house and she called 911 and we got the ambulance there. The CPR really helped. My dad wasn't blue anymore. He had a, a pulse, a very faint pulse. They were working on resuscitating him. This complete stranger was helping me and told me to help my mom that my dad was being taken care of. I never would have thought of that. I was so focused on my dad. And I remember praying with my mom and we were saying, please dad, if you're supposed to go, please don't feel obligated to stay. We love you. My dad died that day, but there were so many holy moments. A perfect stranger coming to help us. My dad recognizing me and telling me he loved me. He told my mom he loved her. So many miraculous moments of trust, not planning, but trust. Trust and know that you are taken care of for your greater good and that you're here for a purpose. You're here to love. You're here to care for people. You're here to be cared for. And we're here to create good things in this world. The world is a beautiful place. Know that. Think of the story of the poppies the next time. Well, it's almost time to end this session, and I'm really glad you spent this time with me. I promise you we're going to have a really great interview with Ricky Helt next time and talking about the healing power of love. But until then, I just want to thank Spotify and Anchor for the opportunity to share this time with you on Points of View.